Okay, welcome back. This is uh, the WFNY Browsecast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Gilbert. I'm with uh, Taylor Jezrezak once again. Uh, Taylor, how are you doing? Pretty good. Um, it's kind of weird thinking about a Saturday night game. Uh, it's been a while. They had one of those, I think. I don't believe they had one last year. Did, did they? No, they did. That was the Raiders game. Yeah. Um, and then the year... I don't know if they had one in 2020, but they had the uh, like the most recent Saturday night game that I can remember going well was the one against the Broncos, 2018. But um, I don't know. This game kind of feels like it's going to be a bit of a mess. Uh, I don't know. I think both teams are going to try to run the ball a lot. Yes, yes. Uh, before we get to that, um, this is uh, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy for first-time depositors. Enter in the code WFNY at checkout, and Underdog will match you up to $100. Underdog is a great platform. If you're tired of the DFS salary system, uh, here are, there are tons of game types, drafts every night, and for every sport. Don't forget to use WFNY at checkout, and you'll – They'll match you up to first uh, $100. That is underdog fantasy. Yeah. Um, let's Before we get to last week, let's talk about, uh, or I mean, before we get to this week, um, let's talk about what has gone on the past couple days. Um, yes. Since the, uh, the loss to the Bengals last week, uh, we've gotten. <sighs> Weird. A lot of media. A lot of media has just kind of revved up the uh, fire Stefanski train. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. There's a number of people that have. It's not just one guy. Like it. It yeah. started with Daryl Ryder, and now it's yeah, it's starting to fester. But um, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, we already talked about it kind of at the end of uh, the post game, but. Uh, we both think it's pretty crazy, but go ahead. What are your thoughts? I I, I don't understand. I mean, I, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I don't know how connected anyone is with anyone in the building anymore. Um, so it, it it's kind of it's kind of hard to really pinpoint any of these rumors as super substantiated. Um. I don't think it would be the right move. Uh, I mean, you've given a guy three years. He, he was part of the pitch to get the quarterback here. Um, I don't know. It feel it feels like it would be a more classic Browns move than it would be a smart move. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would totally definitely agree with that. Uh, I think it's insane. Just let's just go over his three years here so far. First year he made the playoffs. Um, it was probably the most, I would say, un-Browns-like season. <laughs> There's pretty much no controversies besides the COVID uh, outages and all that. But like it was pretty quiet. Then last year you had the Baker injury. You had OBJ. And then this year you have Deshaun Watson being out on the games. Like, I, I just feel like that's 
it's it wouldn't be fair to him. And as you said, um, I agree with like he was part of the pitch to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, obviously, besides the two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed, yeah, he he chose Stefanski's offense and scheme. Like he really liked what he saw, and and just getting rid of him after six games would, would be um, with Deshaun. It, it just doesn't make any sense. I know people are frustrated. I don't think this is really coming out of anything besides the frustration of fans and kind of media, I guess. Um, I don't think there's any rumor, true rumors of firing because I think once they got to Sean, I, I, I thought this this was kind of a throwaway year, and, and I think the Haslam's were kind of going to give them this year um, to figure it out, whatever the suspension was. So I, I just don't think – it would be the it would be it would be it, as dumb. It would be as, a very factory of sadness move. Right. It would be. I, I'm going to say this. It would be as dumb as they as them keeping Hugh Jackson for that third year. That'd be how stupid it would be, in my opinion. Like you remember after that, what was it? They went was last year, and then he and then they took him back again, and he made it through what five games, six games, or something like that. Something like that. Nothing. Not yeah. a lot. It was like, like we all knew this was happening, and like, I just think it would be it would be a, a huge mistake, and I don't think they're gonna make that mistake. Um, it it would shock. I would I would think Barry would have a very strong backing of Stefanski. Um, and I, I just don't think that's in the in the cards, but it's Cleveland. Yeah. So who, who I mean, they they really need to they really need to move on from like certain aspects of the coaching right. staff. But yeah, I don't think that aspect is the head guy, right? Well, the I, I could definitely see some people's issue with him as a quote unquote head coach. Um. But I, I don't think they're glaring enough to the point where it's worth letting him go because his strengths on the offensive end are still, I think they outweigh his maybe failings as an as a, an administrator of sorts. Right. Um, yes, could more have been done to maybe hold parts of his staff accountable? Right. Sure. Um, but I, I don't think that it doesn't seem like the Browns are really that gung ho about firing people mid season right now. Yeah. Um, I think if the, if Jimmy Haslam was still as big of a voice as people think he probably is, like the huge, the, the Jimmy Haslam of the Hugh Jackson era, I think is mostly gone. Mm-hmm. I think he, he he doesn't have the same kind of rash impulse, right? Homeless guy making my draft picks for me, right? Uh, nature anymore. I think, I think he's, he's handed a lot of those reins off to Dee Podesta, mm-hmm. and his, even to a certain extent his wife, yeah, uh, who seems to be the more level-headed one in, of the two. <laughs> so, I think. That combined with Stefanski's demeanor doesn't necessitate 
the kind of we needed to fire Joe Woods after week four that so many people on Twitter and in the fandom wanted. I think they're more methodical. Let's see how it plays out and we'll deal with it over the off season kind of, kind of situation. So it just doesn't seem to really jive with uh, Brown's Twitter the way that it's always operated. Right. Um, I, I do think I do think they'll they'll probably force I don't know about force but kind of push him into making some changes on his coaching staff. That's I think that's the furthest they'll go. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think this is a situation where they're gonna take away play calling or no. That's because that's what he's that's what he's here <laughs> for. That's his best attribute. Yeah, yeah, like that would be dumb. Um, right. It's just a matter of getting everyone or like having him kind of face the responsibility of realizing that some of the guys he brought in to coach aren't necessarily the right ones. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think we're on the same page there. I think, I think it's just, it's just frustration over kind of expectations. Um, kind of the same problems that that is that is something he has to address like there's these kind of character issues with this team that have kind of popped up consistently that he really needs to address but it's not like it's we're not in a dumpster fire i i know it sometimes seems like it it's just we're 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 not as bad like we're not in as bad of a situation as we were no, there's still two. Um, there's still two plays away from being right. seven and six right now. Right. Yeah, and it's just I know people are frustrated, and and I think the media are kind of frustrated with how he talks to them. Yeah, and I also <laughs> think frankly. that there there's some probably some frustration in the media, like the the people that follow the team most often. Um, yeah, that there isn't the same kind of leaky faucet that there used to be. Yeah, um, he doesn't in, really give much during in Berea. Yeah, yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot of sources coming to people and giving them juicy tidbits. Like yeah. the fact that the fact that Tony Grossi is out there saying that he wants Jim Harbaugh to be the coach. Or like, why the hell would Jim Harbaugh leave where he's at right now? And right. why would he's like the king why, of Michigan right now? <laughs> yeah, like firing firing Stefanski for the chance to get Jim Harbaugh would be as bad as what they did in 20 shit. What year was that? 2013. Yeah. 2013 when they fired Chudzinski after one year, because uh, Joe was it Joe banner was convinced Haslam that they were going to be able to go hire uh, Josh McDaniel. Oh man. And then that (laughs) blew up in their face and they ended up with Mike Patton. Yeah. Oh god, that was the longest coaching search of all time. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think we're on the same page. Um, okay, let's kind of switch gears here. Uh, talking about this week, um, you kind of pointed out in the, in the intro there. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, um, interesting uh, kind of weather conditions there. Um, it's supposed to be very windy. Yeah. Be very very cold. Um, 
and the, the Ravens aren't going to throw the ball anyway. Right. So this is going to be one of those quick games, I would assume. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the Ravens. So it's come out in the past couple of days that Tyler Huntley is going to play. It looks like um, he had a concussion. Is that right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he's clear of that, and he's able to play. So Lamar is out. Um, so it'll be Tyler Huntley. Um, <laughs> if it wasn't him, I don't. I don't I, they they said the name, and I was like, uh, "Who is this again?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be like last year. They they faced uh, Huntley, I think last year, right? Yeah, they did. Uh, uh, well, yeah. they faced him for three quarters. Three quarters, and that was the yeah. Um, he almost led them back. At the end, that was, I think the Browns gave up an onside kick that day, <laughs> but they didn't allow them to get into field goal range. Um, but, I mean, I'm just looking at last week, the the Ravens, they won the game attempting 17 passes. Um, they had 309 yards. They forced three turnovers. Um, I mean, they beat Mitch Trubisky, yippee. Um, (laughs) but like that, that, that's probably going to be their blueprint. They ran the ball 42 times last week for 215 yards. Right. Are the Browns going to be able to stop that? Recent history would say no. Question of the day there. Season history would say no. History against the Ravens the last few times would say yes. Maybe. Uh, well, stop in a relative sense. Right. Um, so. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the Ravens' pass defense is necessarily on the same level as their run defense. So you might see a lot of Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Wow, that's a. <laughs> Whoa, where did that come I just from? I just melded the quarterbacks together. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you might see some Deshaun, like more Deshaun Watson than you might be used to but again if the weather is going to be crap then right yeah it's we've seen it uh two years ago the wind wind is the biggest factor in in the passing game kind of affecting it 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 can it can really shut you down um and this is going to be the first time deshaun has ever well not ever but it's going to be as the home quarterback in cleveland so it's he actually did play what last year it was when it was bad conditions, and he actually didn't play that well. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how he adjusts. Uh, but I think, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna go back to kind of the old school run, a lot of running and run game. I think. Yeah. Um, but that kind of that kind of scares me, which will kind of lead into uh, the Browns right now. The Browns are struggling running the ball. Um, as we talked about in the post-game show, they can't block. <laughs> no, I mean... I think the grades were all... I think they're all below average. If I remember looking at PFF uh, yesterday, um, they were all pretty poor in run blocking. Um, and that's what they're probably going to have to do to win this game because it's passing is going to be hard. I think it's supposed to be 30 to 
around 30 miles per hour wind or something like that. It says 15 so. to it says 15 to 25. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, not so. not hurricane, not like you yeah. cannot throw the ball, but right. It, not, but not not easy, easy either. Not easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A mild Cleveland winter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no snow or rain, so yeah. That's yeah. I guess a positive, but that's that's next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so the Ravens are uh, are are one dimensional right now on offense. Um, it's going to be Tyre Huntley, and then they got Dobbins back last week, who played pretty well. Um, and so they're going to be probably running. How many times you said last week? They ran forty-two played? times last week. Forty-two, yeah. So I, it's probably going to be a lot of that. Um, Andrews didn't really do that much. I would assume he'll probably have a little bit better game this week. Um, Huntley. I just don't foresee not, them throwing the ball very much. Right. Yeah. But if it is going to be anybody, it's going to be him because yeah. he'll be the kind of underneath guy that they can throw to. Um, yeah, it's – defensive-wise, I – like, we'll get to this in our uh, prop bets, but over-under is is, right, is 37 and a half. I think that might be the lowest of the season. Yeah, that's like, pretty low. That's, I, that's pretty rough. Pretty, pretty freaking low. Um, so I could just kind of give you the where, – where Vegas is actually thinking. Um but I, I'm not really cons- – it's it's pretty much going to be determined on defense if they can – if they're not historically bad at stopping the run, which yeah. in the past couple games they played better um, overall. But, like, this is this is a whole – this is the one of the best running teams in the league. I think they were second, if I'm – um, in the league and in rushing, yeah. Um, so the, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a huge thing. If if they can't if, if the Browns can't stop the run, they're 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 in trouble. There's no, they're they're gonna lose. That's my <laughs> that'll be my uh, thoughts there. Um, what's your thoughts on that side of the ball before we get to the Browns offense? Uh, well, they don't really have a choice. They have to stop the run, or they're going to lose. I mean, I yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> like, right. I, I don't think there's going to be because of the weather and because you know it's Tyler Huntley. I don't think there's really going to be a a case of this team is going to beat you by throwing the ball. Like the the factors are kind of stacked against them. So right. I, I wouldn't be surprised if if the if the uh, Ravens run 60 plays on Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, whenever it is. Um, if 45 of those are runs or 48 of those are runs, like, and, and half of their passes are going to be basically long handoffs. They're just going to be little uh, screen passes or dump offs. I, I would imagine. I don't think, they're going to have Tyler Huntley do a whole lot of downfield throwing in a, in a game where the wind is going to be unpredictable. So it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like you should be using a whole lot of your 
game planning effort onto trying to slow down the pass this week. Right. Yeah. That that side of the ball kind of seems like seems like the easy kind of way of kind of figuring out how it's going to go, um, yeah. at least game plan wise. Um, the other side is going to be a lot more difficult. Um, as we said, the Browns' run game is struggling. Their blo- pass or run blocking is is bad right now. hasn't Hasn't been good since week nine. I think we were saying um, they. Uh, they probably need to pass to win this game because I, I don't know if they can just rely heavily on the run game right now uh, with the way this run blocking is going. Uh, what, yeah. What's your thoughts on uh, this side of the ball? Uh, I mean, until until they're able to run the ball again, it's hard to trust, that they're, which is a weird thing to say. Until they're right. able to run the ball again, I don't trust that they're going to be able to run the ball. Right. It's yeah, just, this isn't your normal Browns offense anymore. No, and it's just been kind of decimated by the injuries, and it's it's rough. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 probably gonna it's probably gonna have to be how well Deshaun Watson can throw the ball is probably going to be how will determine that they are successful on offense. Yeah. Um, they probably would like to run the ball to win this game, run it with Deshaun, run it with Nick Chubb, but can't. Have, they haven't been able to rely on that. Uh, I think Buccaneers game, they semi-did. Um, they were pretty much saved by the defense on that one. Um, yeah. Other than that, like you go back to these games, like the run game just hasn't been able to really be the backbone that we've seen earlier in the season, and then especially last season. Um, so it's gonna be it's probably gonna be a lot of Deshaun Watson uh, short throws. I would assume they probably don't want to test the wind going deep or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how they how they kind of deal with the weather, how they deal with the struggles of the offensive line. And um, and this Ravens defense is, is playing really well uh, the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, they added um, Ro- Ro- uh, Roquan Smith. Uh, he's played really well for him. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a tough game. Uh, points are not going to be flying off the board, I would assume. No. Uh, but, yeah. I think that one's a pretty easy thing to figure out. But uh, okay, before we get to our picks this week, uh, what are your keys to victory here uh, for the Browns? Stopping the run and limiting turnovers. Um, yeah, stopping the run is obvious, but you 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 can't give a team that is likely going to struggle to score anyway a new lease on life by giving them the ball in a short field. Right. Um, I mean, this is a team, uh, you know, aside from the Jacksonville, their last three games, the, the Jacksonville game they lost, their last three wins, they've scored 13, 10, and 16. <laughs> They're not exactly scoring. Right. To be fair, those are also, you were, you're talking about the Panthers, Broncos, and Pittsburgh offense. All offenses that the Browns, even in a weakened state, are better than. Right. So, 
I mean, they they just have to be able to play clean football, which for the most, I mean, last week they were able to do that aside from one throw. Yeah. It's just, they, they couldn't find the end zone last week. That was the, that was the issue. <laughs> um, yeah. So on offense, they need to limit the turnovers and on defense, they need to find ways to stop the run. I don't know how, right. how they're going to game plan to do it. They've done it in the past against this team, but you know, they've also done it with a linebacker core that wasn't third string. And that's where we're at <laughs> yeah. right now on the linebacker core, uh, linebacking core, because everyone's hurt. Yeah. They've lost right. four linebackers for the season. But, yeah. That's the troubling part. Like, I don't, I don't know if they have the personnel anymore. They're, they're going to have to scheme it to, I think, to stop it. They're going to, I, this is the week of all weeks. Just, just play to stop the run. If you get beat deep, you get beat deep. Like you kind of, you give them, you give, you you shake their hand and say yeah, you beat us. But like you can't, you can't just let this this uh, Ravens team just run all over you. Um, yeah, and they will if if they just kind of run their normal defense, like because they have no JOK. Um, God, who are we gonna run out there? Taki Taki and Deion Jones and Taki Taki's out Tony too. Fields. Oh yeah, to- yeah, I forgot about Taki. So it's like Tony Fields and Deion Jones. Yeah, and <laughs> two and Kunis, two guys Kunis that are probably his name is. Yeah, two guys that are probably more pass oriented linebackers than run stopping. Yeah. So uh it's not great. Uh and we already talked about the interior defense all year. It's a dumpster fire. Um, so it's, it's gonna, it's gonna take coaching to win this game, to, to be successful on defense because. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how much we trust the defensive right. coaching staff right now. So, uh, not at all. After some of the quotes we've heard. This week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not, not been, not been real heartening. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we won't get into that, but yeah, it's, uh. There's not a lot of, a lot of, not a lot of confidence that you can clean from these. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough thing to do. Um, I agree with you on no turnovers, uh, and then the specialty just that can't be, can't be a, like a deficiency. Um, yeah. You're not going to be better than you're not going to be better than Baltimore on special teams. They're always top notch. They have the. Just don't be decidedly kicker. worse. Right. They have the greatest kicker of all time. Um, it is going to be – it is – the win might be a little bit more evening out, I think, because I think if the wind is kind of a little heavier, um, it could kind of limit the amount of times they can throw out uh, Tucker out there just to save their offense. Um, we've seen it so many times against Cleveland where he can just come out there on the 50, 50 or plus and just bank, uh, put it on the, on the board, pretty, uh, certainty, uh, without any cert, um, without any, uh, trouble. Um, but that could be a little bit evening, but yeah, the special team just can't be a dumpster fire. Don't, don't cause the turnovers. Um, don't level a punter. Yeah, don't level punter. 
Um, I don't know how much they're going to rely on um, Cade York if the weather is poor because this is I imagine be they're not going to. I imagine yeah. they're not going to attempt any kicks longer than probably right forty five. Yeah, this is going to be his worst weather game of the year uh, in his first career season, so you don't want to throw too much at him. Um, and then just the return game, keep keep doing what you're doing. Donovan, yeah. uh, Jerome Ford, just keep doing what you're doing and and just don't be a huge deficiency for this team. Yep. Um, and, and Watson just has to be clean. Uh, don't make – Show what you did with your arm last week, and then just show improvement with with how you're viewing the field. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure how much of the improvement we're going to see with his eyes until next season. Um, right. But yeah, I think well, in, in terms of that, then you might just have to go with the Brissett kind of mindset. Just don't don't throw, take those big shots that if you're not seeing the field that well. Um, don't make the dangerous throws that are going to throw you throw, – throw an interception or something like that um, Yeah, and flip the field. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's They're pretty simple keys this week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like every, every week has been fairly simple keys. It's just yeah. a matter of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Limiting the penalties would be nice too, but you all dream. Hopefully – Jerome, I don't know who the refs are this week, but hopefully it's not Jerome Boger this week. <laughs> oh, that was rough. Um, yes. It okay. Was. Yes. Um, okay. This. Let's get to the picks. Uh, last week, um, Taylor, you went six and three. I went four and five. So on the season, uh, you took the lead. You are now at forty-five and thirty-eight. I'm at forty-three and forty. Uh, so we got what, what four games left uh, of the season. So um, let's go through the picks last week. Um, we were both wrong. Uh, we we both picked the Browns to cover at least cover. Um, yeah, yeah, at least cover. But um, they did not. They lost by thirteen. Uh, 40, 47 and a half points. We were we both thought it was going to be a shootout. It, it looked like what beginning of the fourth quarter. I think it was the same score. Right. Did they score? The yeah. I, yeah. It was 23 know. to 10, I think. So I was like, oh, okay, it's looking good. You would think the Browns would score there, and then it just stopped. So um, the total points were still only 33, so we were both wrong quite a bit on that one. Um, we were correct on Joe Burrow being under two and a half touchdowns. He had just two. Um, Bengals rushing, uh, we were both wrong there. They had over 110 yards. Uh, they were very good at 136. Um, Deshaun Watson, uh, he played well uh, in terms of the total yards. Yep. Um, he had 309, um, so over 266.5. So we were both right on that one. Uh, Taylor, you were right on Chubb's. Uh, rushing yards. Um, he only had 34. Fortunately, I was right. Right, yeah. He only had 34, and that was clearly below 90. Uh, most receiving yeah. yards. Um, Donovan People Jones had the most, but uh, it was battle between who who had more, Cooper and Joku. And Joku just barely beat him, uh, beat Cooper 59 to 42. So Taylor was right again. 
Um, over under Miles Garrett, one and a half sacks. He had two. So we were both right. And then we were both One was right a up. gift. Right. One, <laughs> one of them a was gift. a gift. One was a gift, yes. Um, and then we both picked the Bengals to win. Um, but by closer closer uh, spots. But still, we got that right. Okay. This week, the Browns are favored minus two and a half. What you got? Um... What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Press Box Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access. I think they cover that. I don't. I don't think it's going to be by a ton. But I think they can cover that. Okay, so you think Browns? Yeah. Um, I think going back and forth on this game, it's like there's a lot of a lot of things that I think Cleveland's going to be good at, and then I just I just what we were talking about with the run defense. I just don't know. They can do there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that the they're they're kind of banking on the positive play the past couple of games and they kind of they cover again and they and they do enough for the offense. So I think yeah, I'll take the Browns on that one too. Um, um okay, over under thirty seven and a half. Under. Yeah, I'm going under too. I don't I don't think this is even gonna be close. Um. Yeah, it's, I, I, I think I think you could put it at 34 and I might still take the under. Right. It's like everything is like both offenses are struggling and then just put it and then the weather it's just going to be, yeah. It's a perfect storm as you could say. Yeah. Um, over under Deshaun Watson total yards, 266.5. I'm going to say over. I still think he's going to be able to throw the ball a little bit. Um, I, like, I think more so than the Ravens, the Browns are going to be more apt to throw the ball because they at least trust Deshaun to make throws. Um, right. So I think he's going to get enough passing yards to where his 60 to 80 rushing yards are probably going to offset that total. So I'll take the over. I, I agree. I know we're agreeing on all these first ones, but yeah, it's, I just I, based on they they don't they don't have a run game. They're gonna have to pass. He's gonna he's the most successful runner right now because he can scramble. Um, so I, I think this is a clear over. Uh, I think he actually gets it easily. Okay, uh, interesting next two here. Um, so. Oh, I have the over-unders for run games here. So over-under 110 yards for the Browns' run game. They've been, like, back and forth. So they can show it to me, I'm going to say under. Under? Yeah, I mean, 110 for a total when a, when the game's going to be as poor weather-wise as this one. I mean, you should hit it, but they, they haven't shown that in the last little while. So I, I'm going to have to go under. Okay. 
I'm going to differ with you. I'm going to go over barely. I think it's it's going to be 111. Just, right. <laughs> 110.1. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be just over. Um, I don't think it's going to be successful. I think they're going to run a little bit more than they've been. So I don't think the average is going to be great, but I think they're still going to get over uh, 110. Um, Ravens is 140 total yards. Well, uh, they're not going to be – if they don't get 140 rushing yards, they aren't going to score any points. So over. <laughs> over. <laughs> I mean, they don't really have a choice. They have to be able to run the ball. Even if it's mashing their head against a brick wall, they're probably going to get to 140-ish yards. Right. I agree with that. It's – what they're going to have to do. and um, uh, If they, they have they fewer have... than 140 rushing yards, then they either connect it on a deep ball or they have 197 yards of total offense at the end of the day. Right. right. It's, yeah. one of, it's one of those two. <laughs> Definitely, uh, yeah. I don't think they're going to trust the passing game enough to move the ball that way. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I think it's like I just like the Browns. I think their average might not be great because they're just doing it so much often. But um, I've been over 140 um, quantity over quality, probably. And, and they can still have. I mean, I could still foresee them running for 270 yards, but like passing for seven for 40. Like I just don't. I don't know how how else they're going to move the ball considering the weather and how the Browns defense operates. Right. Uh, I got a fun one. Next one here. Uh, so total combined pass yards in the game for both teams combined is three twenty. Under. Under. Um, I, I'd be shocked if the, if the Browns threw for, more than 220, and I don't think the Ravens are going to throw. They're probably going to be in the 100, 115 range if they're throwing the ball at all. I mean, last week they had, like, 95. So right. I just don't foresee it being a big passing game where it's going to come down. Like, if the if the if if that overhits, then it's going to be mostly on the Browns or on a coverage bust for the, right. for the Ravens. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go over just to be different. Um, I also think the Browns will pass more uh, because I don't think they'll they just can't run the ball efficiently. Um, so I think I think we'll see a, a, a solid game for Deshaun, and I think he'll get two like two twenty to two kind of I don't know two. two 240 and then that only makes up you only need a from the other team so uh i'll, I'll take the over but and once again it's going to be close it's going to be really close um okay uh who wins the turnover battle if it's a tie then it's it goes to nobody so um i think the browns do Browns. yeah I think maybe they're going to force one. 
I'm gonna go Ravens. Uh, yeah, I just they have a better defense. Uh, they have a better turnover-producing defense, and uh, Watson has turned it over twice so far. So I think uh, I think the Ravens. It might be just one nothing, but um, yeah, and you never know. Never know with our special teams, also. So <laughs> yeah, I'll put that in there too. Um, okay, and then this one might be super close and very low, but uh, who leads the Browns? In receiving yards, Cooper, DPH, DPJ, uh, Joku, or the field? Uh, all signs kind of point to Peoples Jones on this one. He's been, I think, he's benefited the most so far from uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Amari Cooper doesn't seem super healthy right now. Yeah. Um, and the field consists of a whole lot of uh, nothing. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think go, I think I think DPJ feels like the best one there. I'm gonna go on Joku. Um, I, I agree. Yeah, DPJ just definitely looks like the guy he's most comfortable with. But uh, yesterday or last game was and Joku's first game with him, so I think they get more comfortable. Assuming he's playing, which I don't know. It's, Back and forth each week, it seems like, with Njoku. Um, but if he's playing, I think uh, he leads it. He's going to lead because he's going to get that underneath passing game going. Um, so I'll, I'll go with Njoku. But uh, it's going to be close, I think. I, I definitely yeah. think it's going to be either DPJ or Njoku. I, I, I don't see Cooper. It, it just doesn't seem like he's 100%. And uh, when he's not running in and out of his routes kind of well, um, it, it greatly hurts his game. Um, yeah. Okay, last one. Uh, score prediction. Who wins? Um, I, I think that this Browns team is with Tyler Huntley at quarterback is better than the Ravens, regardless of the defense defensive deficiencies. Um, it, it's just a matter of whether the offense can kind of find its footing and have a balanced attack, which they haven't had in a while. Um, I, I, I don't think they're going to score a bunch of points. <laughs> I don't think that's possible, but, um, I think, I think the Browns are going to be able to at least do enough to outscore them. Uh, outscore the little bit that the Ravens are able to produce. Uh, so uh, I think Browns 16 to, uh, let's say, 16 10. 16 to 10%? Yep. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I think the Browns win as I pick the uh, over-under. Um, man, it's going to be tough to score field goals here, so that's why I'm going to, especially for the Browns on that side. Um, I think the Ravens do get field goals. Um, I'm going to go 
gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty to thirteen rounds. So yeah, that'll be under. Yeah, <laughs> I have to yep. make sure it's under. Got to uh, check. <laughs> Got to check there. Uh, yeah, I think the Browns actually miss a field, miss a PAT, uh, and then uh, I think I, I, Tucker is just a cheat code, as we all know. I think yeah. he'll get two field goals and, uh, score there. But yeah, I think Browns twenty thirteen. It's it's going to be an ugly game. That's all I can say. It's going to be yep. a really freaking ugly game. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> – I don't know what else to say, but um, any final thoughts? Hopefully it's an ugly that? game that we enjoy. Right, yes. At least no, enjoy the fun. outcome. Right, yeah. We've seen a lot of ugly games on the other side, but, um, yeah, if they can get the – pull the W, that will be nice. Uh, kind of get back in the swing of things and finish off the season well. Um, they have uh, – after this, it's not it's not too much of a schedule crunch here. Um, besides Washington, no. I don't know how much Washington is or not, but yeah. I mean, they're winning games somehow, um, but you know they're not a they're not an unbeatable team. <laughs> they're actually averaging fewer yards offensively than the Browns give up, which is hard to hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um, um, I definitely. Uh, before we go, uh, I'll just show some of our viewers here. Uh, was shown, but uh, Joe Generate. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Let's before we kind of call off our show here today. Um, yeah, definitely. People Jones, as you talked about, has played extremely well, and he's he, he really does seem like a guy they need to lock up. Sooner rather than yeah, later. and now, now is a good time to do it because next next year there's the potential that he has an even more of a breakout season. Like right now, he is a he's a, a t- people who watch the team know he is having a good year, but the league it, itself doesn't. Like the True. general discourse of the league doesn't know that he's having as good of a year as he is. Right. But if he comes out next year and racks up thirteen hundred yards and Seven touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, like yeah. Then you want you wind up paying a much bigger contract. So I think you're at a and and honestly, is this contract up at the end of the season? It could be because he's a six round pick. It was four years. So what isn't he year? No, year then he'll have one more year. Yeah, he's in year three. So yeah, definitely, definitely want a good good call on that. Uh, Joe, um, yeah, it was. Uh, he's definitely, definitely a future piece for this team. Um, yeah, it's really looking like this receiving core is kind of. Man, we we went into this season. Man, that preseason was awful. <laughs> you remember just going back to that preseason where it was. Yeah. just We were like, who's going to catch this ball? Obviously, Cooper was not playing, which yeah, <laughs> which was huge. Um, and then Donovan. Donovan, I thought played well, but the, he just didn't play that often, um, and it, it just showed like once he got Cooper on the field, he, his talent is undeniable, and Donovan has just really stepped up and become like a kind of a sure hit. He kinda, <laughs> I kind of laugh that he's like he's sort of what they wanted Jarvis to be, 
like the sure-handed guy. Yeah. Like he uh, he's become the sure-handed guy. Like Jarvis would have some huge drops. I love Jarvis, but he, he like he had some huge drops over his career with the Browns. Yeah, like, he did. Donovan is I mean Amari Cooper's a, had a few, but true, yeah. But yeah, um but Donovan is just so so secure with his catches and it's a huge thing to have next to Cooper who yeah, as we can uh, he he can make the tough catches, but he's also he has kind of it's similar to Jarvis almost. He, he he's got good hands, but he makes those occasional kind of what the heck? How did he drop that pass? But um, yeah, I think they just need kind of a deep guy uh, to add in this off season. Yeah, they don't really have a deep threat. Um, well, they well they they do. In theory, they do in the shorts, but that's only in theory. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Any uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope. Uh, just hopefully that hopefully they're able to pull this one out. I mean, it's not yeah. an unwinnable game. I'm not. I mean, we're not even. We didn't bring up any of the potential. This this win could keep them in the playoff hunt. We didn't yeah. bring that up today. Um, no. Which is fine because whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was only but, gonna that was only gonna be staying on <laughs> us talking about it if they won last week. And we we're, we're not we're not talking playoffs unless it's like last week and there's like a percentage we can get in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it should be interesting. That's all I'll say. <laughs> interesting on Sunday. Uh, I won't be yeah. going. I will not be at the game. Um, so we'll be after a post-game show, closer to the game. So um, tune in around, what, 8 o'clock when the game start. And is it 4.30 or is it 4? Yeah, it's a 4.30 start. Yeah, so it'll be around 8-ish. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Saturday, so that's going to – it's going to be weird. <laughs> it's, it's on Saturday. Next two games are on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, last two home games too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that's Christmas Eve too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, Christmas it's, Eve at the stadium. <laughs> can't wait, and it might be a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know if if you've seen the news or uh, if you've seen I've, the I've, I I I follow the weather pretty. Pretty consistently, and there might even be yeah. snow down here on Christmas. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be like a, like it's going to be a wild weekend. It's, it's going to be a historic kind of snow situation. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because it's stretching. Yeah, I think Florida is going to be like the cold weather is just kind of like it hits like Florida too. I think. Yeah, like the, but yeah, it's going to be okay. going to be interesting well, the next two weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, this is another edition of the WFMI Brownscast, and uh, we'll be back after the game on Saturday. So we'll see you then. Go Browns. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!